Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat. Drinker of blood, keeper of the chronicle, and all around a spooky dude. <laughs> the coterie has been tasked with investigating a series of murders on a university campus seemingly linked to the group Femme First. Everett used his detective skills, really shoplifted some university swag, and Iris met her greatest fan, who has now become her stalker. What can I say? Things can get messy when fangs are involved. Abandon all hope, ye who listen here. Ah, 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 ah. Ryan and Tyler, uh, Everett and Ridley um, have gone in search of the third and final crime scene, um, which uh, you're aware of is uh, Mac Revis, um, who is a fourth-year student. It's the information your, your contact um, gave you. That's uh, Billy uh, Kincaid. Billy Kincaid, yeah. Uh, so it's the information that um, she'd given you previously. So you arrive at uh, the faculty building. Um, it's sort of a, a classically large uh, structure full of kind of endlessly similar halls. 
Um, but it's pretty easy to find where you're looking for because uh, there's still police tape up. Uh, and unlike the other two scenes, this one is much more recent. And as a result, uh, there's actually um, more to see. You got you obviously got like a little bit in the library, but there's there's you know the blood is still on the wall. Um, there's a seems to be um, you know an investigator kind of crouched doing the CSI thing. Uh, it is uh, it's a new enough scene that the stuff's all still there, but it's also old enough that you know there's one detective kind of poking around, but it's not a like that corpse isn't still on the ground, if that makes any sense. See, this is a fucking building where Keanu Batista was fucking going in and out. I saw him on a camera, so we know this is fucking important. Mm. Now go do your cop thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will go do my cop thing. Um, I'm assuming there's a guy kind of uh, an officer guarding the... Yeah, there's a, there's a couple who are kind of one on either side. Um, the hallways are large enough that it isn't fully blocked off by caution tape. Um, but if you think about it, it's kind of a, I think almost like a high school hallway width um, with kind of offices on either side uh, with sort of the um, the wood paneling glass window kind of deal. Um, the blood smear against the wall is between two, uh, two offices. All right. Um I'll walk up uh, to uh, to one of the officers. Sure, yep. Uh, and I'll just say, uh, "Evening, boys. What's oh. uh, what's the situation here?" Oh well, um, uh, sorry, sir. There's uh, there's an accident here a few days ago. You probably heard about it in the news. Uh, we're we're you know just making sure that we we've got all the details correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you mind if I have a look around? I'm off duty, but I came here to see a friend do a uh, lecture, uh, public speaking. There. Uh, do you know uh, Miss Dunn? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh uh, yeah. That that lady wrote the poetry book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came to see her, but I, I saw you know you boys were working. I was wondering if I could. Have a look around and uh, perhaps uh, lend some insight. Well, uh, I'm sorry, man. I, I, don't, I don't think I've, I've seen you around the precinct. Um, can can I see your badge? Like who? Which precinct are you from? Oh, sorry, I'm off. To, I don't have my badge on me. Okay, well, uh, sir. Obviously, if you're an officer of the law, you, you can understand. I can't just let you through here, uh, Tyler. If you want to roll me a charisma or manipulation, uh, you can also threaten. I'll do. Uh, hmm. I will warn you, let this will be kind of difficult because you are just a guy who's kind of wandered up. Yeah, yeah. I'm ho- uh, let me know if this counts as a, as a threat. I don't want to, like, threaten him physically or anything like that, but I do want to basically tell him, you know, I'm, I'm tight with Sergeant Kincaid, you know, um, and I think you know that if you treat me poorly, that might come back to you. You know, okay. you might get some shittier shifts you might not get to <laughs> right in a southern accent though right yeah yeah well, sorry i'm i'm still oh, yeah, no, forming the idea i'm just yeah. enjoying it yeah <laughs> yeah um would that count as uh yeah, intimidation say, yeah, enough I, or is that as not, intimidation yeah, yeah it, that's that's like the i'm gonna shake your hand a little too hard and a little too long okay and, yeah, yeah yeah um so then i will use my ability uh daunt <laughs> um i add my uh uh pressure rating to intimidation rolls i add a pressure rating to intimidation rolls um Oh, sorry. I've written this terribly. I read, I add my presence rating to intimidation rolls. So that makes more sense to me. One. Yep. Um, so this will be a uh, intimidation. Uh, so what's that? Uh, charisma plus? Uh, charisma plus intimidation. Plus intimidation. So four total. And I've got one hunger. So one of them becomes a, a hunger die. Okay. That is correct. Okay. Um, Let's RP it before 
I roll and then we'll see how effective it is. I sometimes kind of like rolling. And then if it's a bad roll, I get to RP just being a shithead. Uh, <laughs> just being a dipshit, being like, if you don't let me in there, you could be in big trouble. <laughs> but like, uh, maybe we should do it the other way just in yeah, case. Yeah, let's sure that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, um, yeah, he's, so he's I'll, kind I'll, of uh, squared his shoulders off, and it's just kind of giving you a, yeah. an odd look. So I'll just say, "Ah, rookie," and I'll, I'll I'll put my hand on his shoulder a little a little too firmly, and kind of look him dead in the eye, like those those very direct people who are, aren't afraid to like look elsewhere, like looking you in the eye for too long, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll just say, "Um, you know, myself and Sergeant Kincaid, we do go back quite a ways. Uh, you may not recognize me, but I assure you, if I come to her with." Uh, news that you were unfriendly it could make things complicated for you uh and you can see at the mention of uh, sergeant kincaid he gets like a little hesitant um even if he doesn't know her directly her reputation definitely precedes her as as one of the angrier (laughs) people on the force you know sergeant kincaid gets her way just think of me as sergeant kincaid uh that's very difficult to do sir but I, I I certainly don't want to cause any trouble. I'm just following procedure. Go ahead and roll. That'll count. Okay. And sorry, it's been a minute. I don't think I passed with these uh, low numbers. So a six or above is a pass. Okay. So that is a... I, I got a pass on the hunger die. What happens, what happens if you roll ones, Tom? Uh, oh, yeah. I did roll two ones. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so one to five is a failure. Um... A bestial failure only happens if you roll it on a hunger die. So if you roll a one on a regular die, it doesn't actually hurt you. Cool. But, um, Tyler, uh, one thing you can do is choose to succeed at a cost, which is if you've rolled at least one success, then um, you can succeed at your task, but there will be an added consequence of some sort. Let's move this thing along. Yeah, let's. I'll I'll succeed at a cost. Yeah, I'm just in like a shadow behind you in a McGill hoodie, just watching the other cops. I'm like, Mag. I'll think I can tackle the cop. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, you kind of squeeze a bit, and you you see him uh, wince, and he's like, um, uh, "Okay, sir. Uh, well, look again. I I don't want to cause any undue trouble, and I certainly don't want to interfere with uh, with an investigation if, if you and uh, Detective uh, Sergeant sorry Sergeant Kincaid are involved." Um, uh, I, uh, you can start taking a look at the site. Uh, I just, I got to go call this in. Uh, what's your name? <laughs> my name is, well, yeah, uh, my name is, uh, Detective Fry. Detective Fry. All right. Uh, thank you. One minute. Uh, and he sort of pulls out his radio and he starts calling dispatching. He steps away. So you have a chance to look, but it's going to be a very quick look because if he doesn't get Kincaid directly, yeah, this could go very badly. Just yeah. to be clear. Two cops? So there's one cop kind of guarding the other end, but it, the, it's the kind of thing where they're both they're both aware of what the other one's doing. So if one lets this guy through, the other guy isn't going to be like, wait, who are you now? Um, and there is someone um, like a blood splatter expert kind of taking a look, but he's kind of around the perimeter. You can see he's like f- fiddling with his camera. You, you have kind of a hot second to check the, the scene. But it would not be possible for me to say, choke out the guy using the radio <laughs> without getting seen. You could try, you'd have to pull him in somewhere else. But no, like, it, it's not the three of you in this hallway. Nuts. Oh, <laughs> fuck. You just, well, like, <laughs> I just stay in the shadow. Splinter cell your way up to the ceiling and then yeah. just drop down on him. I'm going to uh, wave Ridley over. Uh, ow, 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 and ow. just under my breath, uh, say, um, we don't have a lot of time here. I did a real bad job. 
Or why are you fucking telling me instead of going in? Hey, hey, who are you calling? <laughs> I'm just going to go try to distract the car for a second. So I've heard there's fucking people getting murdered everywhere. And I don't know what the fuck that's about. So are you keeping my daughter safe? Uh, and then when I look him in the eyes, I'd like to try to use dominate to cloud his memory. Okay. <laughs> just, I want to try to wipe him as flat as I can. So, All right. Does that require a rouse check? Uh, it does not. It is a free ability. Jesus. Uh, if the person is not expecting it, there is actually no dice roll. I could just affect their recent memory. So then I'll just make it seem like Everett did a better job. <laughs> was convincing. Or uh, it's charisma and dominate versus wits and resolve. Um, I'm going to let you do this one for free. I think because of the way you approached it about like, are you keeping my daughter safe is so confusing in a left field that it would be one thing if you're like, Hey, who are you calling? Like you should be calling anyone. You should just let my friend go. It's like, uh, that seems suspicious, but like super angry dad yelling about murders on campus has basically been this man's day. So yeah. Great. I'm just going to keep up that bit, but at the same time, I'm going to subtly alter his memory so that Everett's definitely a cop. Okay. So I think just so that we don't get into like full, like, X-Men okay, powers. we'll just say he just doesn't remember it, the last obscured, three yeah, minutes. He's, like, he's staring at his walkie-talkie in vague confusion. and sort of a, like, I know I was doing something with Sold, this. And then I'm just going to keep talking about my daughter, Amanda. <laughs> She's in fucking <laughs> danger on this campus. Well, no, sir, I guarantee you, uh, you're, you're, um, Amanda was... And, sir, what's your name? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, my just, name is uh, Stephen Grunt, and my Amanda <laughs> is in great danger. Okay, well, I'm sorry to hear that, that Amanda Grunt is in danger, but... It's true. Um, you know, we're, we're doing our best. These, this is an isolated incident, just this one and the other one. And that <laughs> and, one and before And a third then. one. Yes, and a fourth okay, one. Yes, look, we can all count. We can all count here. That's not, not the it's issue, sir. Make sir, me feel safe, sir. I, I want to be sir, safe. I want, sir. I do like the respect you showing me. I do <laughs> like it. Um, by this point, you can tell he's so busy gesturing with the like the calm down hand. He's just like rebelted his uh, his walkie talkie. Uh, it's not going to help him at all. <laughs> Stopping Stephen Grunt, <laughs> angry parent Stephen Grunt. My poor daughter Amanda. <laughs> She's grunting sir, away, sir. That's very funny, sir. Um, so, uh, Everett, you, I, I think, like, mentally, I'm just imagining this as, like, a, an L.A. Noir or, like, a heavy rain. Like, <laughs> just you kind of, like, sauntering into the corner of the panel. Um, uh, so, the, um, the the blood tech is kind of looking through his notes. Uh, he just gives you a quick nod and then kind of goes back to uh, mm. to his job. As I said, this isn't the A-list guy. This is the the D-list guy. So, not, not a huge concern from him. Um the other cop is keeping an eye on the Ridley situation from a distance, but um, he's, he's not engaged. So you actually now have a little bit more time. Um, so basically you're looking, again, the entire uh, area has been kind of um, cordoned off by um, police tape. Uh, to your eye as an investigator, um, you can kind of immediately tell that uh, where the other two seemed a bit more tidy, this was clearly uh, a mess. Something Something went wrong here. Okay. Um, the, the blood splatter is, uh, kind of violent, uh, and it is, um, very widely sprayed. So it, it literally looks like someone, um, based on your experience now have having seen people rip out throats, like something to that effect. It, it was a gory, a gory death. This wasn't elegant. Um, is there any more I can potentially learn from this? Like, do you want me to roll or, or is this just kind of a quick you thing can, for... You can roll. That's that's what you can just ascertain yeah. from just being who you are and what you know. Mm. But if there's anything specific you want to know, maybe let me know what you're looking for and then, then we'll roll. Um, I guess what I'd be looking for is any clues to who the 
murderer is. Um, and that symbol, right? Because we've seen that a well, couple of places. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Is, uh, is, is the symbol consistent? Um, so I'm looking for the pink paint. Um, is there any clues left behind in terms of... I don't know how sophisticated my vampire abilities. Like, could I discern different kinds of blood? Like, was... Was the assailant injured at all? Can I see what direction they went in based on blood splatter and and where it hits and where it's it, uh, it, yeah, like so footprints or anything? Sure. So why don't you go ahead and roll me a? Um, we'll do investigation, and I would say you could do intelligence or you could do wits. Oh, baby, I'll do wits investigation. That's I combine those figures, right? Uh, yes, that's, that's correct. eight dice. Jesus, <laughs> number five. Six, seven, and one hunger die makes eight. Okay, that's looking pretty good. Anything over six? That's correct. So that's three successes. Okay. Uh, pardon me, four successes. Four successes. All okay. right. So unlike the other two scenes, um, here the uh, the logo, uh, the Femme First logo, seems to have been drawn in blood rather than paint. So it is there, but it's drawn in blood. And crudely and badly. Okay. Um, clearly done in quite a hurry. Um, you can't tell if there's a mix of bloods. The blood is too old. Uh, and you're still just kind of attuning yourself to to that element of, of your nature. Uh, however, you can see this almost looks like a drive-by in that there's some minor trail of blood kind of leading away from the splatter um, that uh, the police have clearly marked with those little evidence tags. Mm. So it seems almost as though the attacker may have come at um, Mac from behind and then kind of continued on. Um, But uh, that's about all you can tell. Okay. So that's, so my main takeaway is that Mac did not put up a fight necessarily. It's Mac was in the way. Uh, Yes, or at least that uh, definitely no, definitely didn't put up a fight. Mm. Um, but uh, the murderer clearly stopped long enough to draw the symbol, but something right. must have gone wrong, um, and they made a, a hasty exit. Okay. And there's like a considerable amount of blood here that there wasn't at the other scenes. Um, I'd say based also just on your experience investigating vampire attacks, Mm -hmm. like you've seen stuff like this before and it's usually um, either from when someone's had a, a, like either been overcome by frenzy. You you wouldn't know these terms then, but you kind of do now. Okay. Um, But this is a a more primal, essentially bad job. This isn't clean or elegant. Um, The last thing I would want to see if I can discern then from this investigation would be um, if we have um, a witness somewhere. Um, if this was a bad job that was then, the mark was made hastily, um, can I check like sight lines to see if, because this is in a hall, right? Yeah. So, so are there like a windows? A hall with offices. Like, um, are we on the first floor or? Uh, we'll say you're on the second floor. Okay. Um, there are five floors total. Okay. Um, the attack happened after hours. Uh, which is odd because students aren't allowed in the building after hours. Okay. So it was, it was strange that he was here. Um, the sight lines to other offices are uh, slightly obscured. Uh, you might be able to track down those professors if you wanted. Um, but uh, if you wanted to ask the cops about this, you'd have to physically ask them. Yeah, okay. So I can't discern that this was done in haste because someone saw and this person needed this, the assailant needs to needed to get away from the scene. Uh, no, you can't tell oh, that, okay. unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sir, 
Sir. <laughs> well, I'm just worried about Sir. my Amanda. Okay, so you're saying that she's safe. Uh, as as safe as we can make her, sir, at this time. We're, we're still investigating options. We've got some leads. So how do I even know she's alive? What if she's already dead? Oh, you, my God, is she already dead? And then you see Everett start wandering up uh, nonchalantly. I've, I've taken out my um, uh, cell phone, um, and uh, I'm... I, I'm just like in the middle of a conversation uh, and I just put my hand over and I say, it's Amanda. She's fine. Come on. And I'll like pass the phone to oh, you. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. you. Oh, Amanda. Oh, Amanda Grunt. I love you so much. <laughs> I'm so glad you're safe. Oh, and we just fuck off. Um, cop turns to his buddy. He's like, oh, what a pair of grunts. Hi there. I'm Tom McGee and I love stories. And odds are, if you're listening to our shows, you do too. So if you're wondering how you can help support our storytelling and world building and these wonderful characters and their sometimes ridiculous journeys, you can head on over to patreon.com slash dice. There you'll find a variety of different levels and different perks starting from as low as a dollar, which gets you into our Patreon-only Discord where you can talk about the latest episodes, all the twists and turns, and just generally hang out with some truly lovely people. There's a whole variety of levels with everything from advanced episodes, ad-free feeds, to of course at our $25 level getting to create your very own character who appears in some of our shows and sometimes becomes a a long-running friend or foe of our characters. So... If you want to get involved, if you want to help us tell more of these stories, then head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And help us create more of these fun adventures together. Hey, friends. It's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about Dumb Dumbs and Dice. Yes, I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's right. That address that I totally just said. Go there. Join Dum Dums and Dice. Support the show. It's going to be great. Um, we smash cut back to the Femme First Office. Um, Miles, uh, you stumble away um, from your your newfound stalker, uh, freshly slated. So did you mark uh, a couple of your hunger slated? Yep. So can you just recap for me the, what information she told me? I know it generally. I just don't remember the names of people. Um, her... Yeah, so she because um, she told me about the professor that Gordon was, Stevenson. Yeah, uh, Gordon, Professor right, Gordon, Gordon Stevenson. Stevenson. But what was the name of the the <laughs> the girl who was the the hardcore girl? The hardcore who was girl. Um, she was away during the attacks. Yeah, but did she not give me a name? Oh, and then there and there was Todd, right? Todd the shitty guy. There's so the Todd options. the shitty guy that you already met. Yeah, stupid uh, Todd. Stupid Todd. Um, I don't have her name written down because that's how little she matters oh, to the yeah, investigation. You did. Sorry, yeah, you did. <laughs> it's, I think it's Karen McGillicuddy. Yes, <laughs> Karen McGillicuddy. That that's definitely a yes. character he's committed to. hundred percent. I actually used that name in therapy the other day when I was just throwing out a bullshit name, and my therapist laughed at it. So, like, yes, sticking to it. Yeah. Um, yes. So that is her name. Right. I swear she's important to the investigation now that we've remembered her name. <laughs> 
this is just the things that you uh, clearly she's a red herring if uh, <laughs> you, you had no recollection or memory of making this character that is correct she was in fact a red herring <laughs> thanks tom you're welcome. Uh, so um, you release uh, your grip on, I believe her name is Janice. Uh, we, yes. Oh, we gave her a name? I've okay. had a name for her in my files all along. She Thanks. sounds like a can getting knocked over. Uh, no, her name is Janice Smythe. Okay. Um, and uh, so you release Janice, and uh, she's, uh, she's a little pale from the lack of blood. Um, but you can already feel her kind of uh, see her kind of feel towards her neck. Um, I assume as you released her, you likely did the weird thing that's true of this game, where if you lick the wound, it seals back over. Yeah. So she sure. can kind of feel it sealing back up, and it's it's a little bit like someone who gets their first piercing and is kind of feeling it and is going, "Oh, this is weird." Um, and she's just looking at you with with pure adoration. She's like, "That that was um well th- that was that was different, but I." Th- I think I liked it. I think that oh. was pretty cool. Oh, oh, uh, great. Yeah, it's a little weird, weird uh, sensation, so, but uh, thank you. So really, vampires really are real? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Janice. No, they're not. Okay, Iris. <laughs> well, listen, next time you don't need to not drink my blood. Um, here's my number. And she like grabs a Sharpie and she goes to write it on your arm and then realizes how absurd it is to write on the person you worship the most in the world's arm. She goes, um, can I, how do we, I pull a copy of my poems out of my back pocket. Just, just put your number on here. Um, <laughs> she looks <laughs> to her like, it's like she's defiling a tomb. Like, <laughs> yeah. but, um, she, uh, she, yeah, she writes her number in, in sort of, um, sort of swooping script. And she's like, um, thank you. Is there any other way I can be of assistance? Do you need to know more about Karen McGillicuddy? Um, Do you want her entire backstory? She's got a really interesting life story. It's no, really relevant no, to your Janice, current investigation. That's okay. Thank you so much. If I need any more information, I, I I'll come here. I'll come find you. Okay, but like you will come find me, right? Sure. Okay, because if if you didn't, I'd be I'd be really sad <laughs> after what we've shared. Oh, oh, Janice. Yeah. Oh, me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's. You've I always so want to hear helpful. you sigh. That. Yeah, I have been, and <laughs> and I look forward to being more helpful to you soon. Oh, that's weird. It's already sealed up. Do all of the not vampires do this? No. <laughs> and, and she like winks broadly at you. And she's like, okay. Um, wow. I, I, oh man, I, I got to call Karen. She's never going to believe this. No, 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 no. Janice, you can't tell anybody. This is just between us. Wait. So does that make us, and she leans in uncomfortably close and she's like, friends. Yes. Yes, Janice, it does. I'm friends with Iris Dunn, a not vampire. And friends keep each other's secrets. I mean, I did watch Stranger Things, so yes, I also understand that. Uh, and friends don't lie, right? Friends don't lie. Uh, yeah, I really didn't like that third season very much. But okay, great. Okay, well, as long as, as long as you promise that you'll come find me again so that we can talk more. I'd love to hear more about your poems and about your, your, your new lifestyle yeah. choice. Yeah, of- I'll have my assistant get in touch with you. Emily? You know my assistant's name? Um, look, I know it's kind of embarrassing, but yes, I, I follow you on social. And I noticed one day she accidentally signed one of the posts, Emily. And uh, yeah, so I, I'm very familiar with her work and through her, your work. It, it's, it's honestly, it's such an honor. Oh, well, that's so lovely. Okay. Well, um, yep. Please come back or I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bye. <laughs> uh, and so you you ease your way uh, back out of the room. Uh, you see a poster of like uh, Karen McGillicuddy on top of a mountain that she clearly climbed. She's led a fascinating life, uh, but uh, but not here and not now. <laughs> uh, so the three of you meet back up. Um, where do you think you would have agreed to meet up? At the quad. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I couldn't remember the word. Thank you. Quad. Yeah. Yeah. So the three of you just kind of walk into a large open space that's kind of nondescript. Um, and um, there's like some guys playing hacky sack. Um, there's uh, Wait, what time is it? It's late, but it's it's how, university. How people chill do what are these guys? They're slacklining. It's, <laughs> oh, no. it's midnight and people are getting murdered on campus. Late night hacky oh sack. God, it's so <laughs> fucking chillaxed. As they're they're hitting it, one of them's just like, "Man, I'm just I'm so stressed. The only thing that, that keeps me keeps me in control is the hacky sack." And the other guy's like, "For, for me, it's just the drugs." Um, and uh, the two of them go back to their their two man hacky sacking. Um, you you pause briefly to consider how these two uh, early to mid two thousand stereotypes fell out of space and time onto this university campus this year, but here they are. Um, so you meet back up and you kind of, um, catch each other up on the information. Um, Iris, I guess my question to you, since these guys mainly just got facts, would you tell them about Janice being weird or would you just tell them that you received information? I think I just tell them about the information. Yeah, I think, I think so too. I'm a little ashamed of the Janice thing <laughs> right at this moment. It feels a little, a little embarrassing, a little embarrassing <laughs> and something I probably should not have been doing. Great. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Love it. Uh, so the, uh, the three of you kind of get caught up. Um, you still have a few hours left of, of darkness. Um, so basically I guess my question to you is, do you want to call this a day and then kind of get back at it tomorrow night when things are a bit clearer and you've got kind of a bit more room to move or what would you like to do? I want to go get fucking Gordon Stevenson and I want to have a little chat about what the fuck he's doing. I think the sooner we do that, the better. We have a reason to be here tonight. Okay, well, I'm outvoted, so let's let's go. Well, you don't want to. I, I just I I'm always so worried about that sunrise. Oh, don't worry. We could just take Gordon Stevenson's house, and then we'll stay in a basement. He's got to have a house, right? He can't live in one of these fucking rooms. How much time do we have to like? You have two seal. hours in total. How far is the drive from campus? Uh, you haven't actually figured out where he lives yet. No, well, I mean, from here to home, if he's near campus. Um, fucking, you, again, you, you haven't investigated him specifically. You found out information kind of in and around oh, him. Oh, fuck, fucking hell. Uh, okay. <laughs> Everyone, like, looks at his watch I, like, I, I, holy I, shit, I, it I, is I understand, later than I understand that, that, like, this is urgent, but, you know, like, I'll be, staying alive is a little more urgent. No, I, I'm, I'm with Iris now. It's later than I thought, or earlier, I guess. Okay, well, then let's just make a note that if someone gets murdered tomorrow night, it's your fucking fault, <laughs> not mine, because I want to go stop the killer. So you'd rather risk us getting burnt and dying than... I'm saying I'm pretty sure we could get to a man's house and then take it over in one night, in two hours. Maybe he lives five minutes away. Maybe he lives right here. And I just pointed a house. I'm like, that could be his house. We don't fucking know. See, now that's the issue I have is your solution is to basically just break into someone's house and appropriate it. So what's your problem? What I just said, we shouldn't be doing that. Why not? He sounds terrible. She, uh, she heard. He, he abuses female students. It might not be students. his house. B, we haven't well, vetted him. We don't know if he's a guilty party or not. I don't mean we have to not. break into that fucking okay, house. Okay, children. Can't children. You just, you, you've, got, you've got cop friends. Just fucking call one and find out where he lives. 
I think we should regroup, make a plan, not just go in hasty. I think we need to, it's there's not enough time and too many variables that we don't know. I just want to be clear. If someone dies, it's because you two decided to kill them. Great. I'll I, take it. I can sleep better knowing that someone else killed somebody as opposed to you or one of us. It's a surprising thing from a cop just saying he'd like a serial killer to kill again yeah. rather than risk his life to save someone. I'm You're a, a former, surprising man. I'm a former homicide detective. You're not going to guilt me. <laughs> oh, because you just this. don't care. I'm jaded. Why are you a I homicide say? detective if you just like more victims? Oh, the pay is great. Let me tell you. <laughs> can I call, I can I call an Uber? <laughs> yeah. So uh, the three of you um, <laughs> head back. Um, I think... Given kind of how late it is and given what you're planning on doing tomorrow, would you all stay at the same place or do you kind of go back to your separate separate abodes? Just given this last little exchange, I think Everett might need a little bit of a break from Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> so where where does Everett go? Everett, um... You've kind of been living in your car. Yeah, he might just go back to the car. All right. So, yeah, you go pulling under an overpass somewhere, um... Iris, uh, you're uh, greeted by your doorman um, who kind of like uh, smiles and he's pretty sleepy. It's like the end of his shift, but he started taking night shifts, as I said, to, to kind of be there when you get there. He's like, oh, uh, hi, hi, Miss Tun. Uh, welcome home. Uh, he looks at his watch. He's like, oh, almost done. That's that's the start of my shift at my other job. Um, OK, well, welcome home. Well, thank thank you. It's It's lovely to see your face again. That's real nice. And like bags under his eyes, like looks like shit. But he's like, they're not going to say that at the coffee shop I work at. Um, and he buzzes you up. And um, Ridley, um, you're going back to the bar? Yeah, I'd go back to the bar. Do you, do you live at the bar? I think I live in the basement of the bar where we also have the other vampire chain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So um, you roll in and like clearly you're in a bit of a funk. Um, yeah, I think I go in because I've got the biker gang who <laughs> hang out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so here's the deal, boys. We've got to stop a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> There's this professor at a university named Gordon Stevenson. One of you's got to have a fucking internet so you'll know what he looks like. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to sleep, and you all just go maybe dress up a little different and hang out around campus. And when you see him, you bash him on the fucking head and you bring him here. Uh, and Chonky's like, uh, and they, keep in mind, this is like the bar is closing and they're kind of getting ready to go to sleep. And Chonky's like, oh, um, wait. So you said Gordon Stevenson? Yeah, that fucker. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's recording a TED Talk on campus tomorrow morning. Okay, perfect. Then uh, why don't you take a nice little sleep and then fucking pick him up after the talk? Well, c- can I ask why? I mean, he's got some questionable views, but... Uh, questionable views, and I think he's been murdering students around his fucking campus. Well, that's not great. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Bonk him on the head, and then we'll just have a nice little fucking talk. Right, well, uh, me and the boys will try and get to him if we can, but I mean, if, if he's recording a video, it might be a little little hard to get to. Well, I don't mean during the video. Well, oh. no, I also didn't mean during the video, but, you know, listen, we're all tired. We're all not nocturnal creatures here, right? And the, the other bear boy's like, ha, 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 Because, you know, they hang out at this bar till you know, 4 a.m., so, yeah. Um, but they're like, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Okay, I'll take what I can get then, I guess. <laughs> so um, you get down to the, the basement. As you do, uh, you just hear like... I, I open up the case that we're keeping Martha in, I guess. Yeah, and like her bones are starting to knit back together, but very slowly. Uh, and she just like kind of growls at you. 
So, let me be clear. Like, does all the mortal help here fucking suck? Because in England, they fucking go and you tell him a go. <laughs> I like you. Uh, and then I just close the case. <laughs> uh, what kind of case is it? I think it's one of those big trunks, you know, where it's got like, <laughs> like the a three steamer metal. trunk. Yeah, it's a steamer <laughs> trunk with, with Martha in it. Okay. Um, so, Iris, um, you come back up. Uh, do you think you would have like drastically remodeled the place post Emily, or would you have moved to a different unit? What do you? Yeah, I think, think I would have moved to a different unit. Okay, altogether. so you're now kind of like on the corner. Um, I think just also for the sake of mechanics and, and to make sure everything's balanced, uh, I think you ha- actually had to spend a considerable amount of wealth to like evict the person who is in the other unit. Uh, but you managed but to buy. But we just did tradesies. <laughs> You Mine just hypnotize them into taking your loft? Mine was nicer. <sighs> All right. Fine. Sure. Yay! Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Iris no. Dunn. <laughs> I regret everything. I um, get everything. <laughs> yeah, except a reprieve from your hunger, which you slake on innocent people. Uh, so you um, come into your new place. Uh, it, I think, basically looks like a... Um, this is kind of going to sound kind of horrible, but I know... A bunch of my friends uh, who were in engineering said that they had friends who just kind of like buy a bunch of things they knew should be nice because they were expensive, but then didn't really know what to do with them. So they just kind of dumped them in an apartment. We're like, ha ha. So I think it's that. It's just like a bunch of like still wrapped furniture and a couple of Ikea boxes and things. And like, you don't know how to assemble any of it. This is an Emily job, but. Yeah, but I've also lost all ability to know what aesthetically looks nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can kind of still have the lingering sense of, like, this should be something I have, and it looks it looks like it should be expensive, but I don't know how to put it in properly. So everything's just kind of in the wrong place, even though it should look beautiful. What's the, what's the worst item that you have? Like, what's your friend's Joey's, like, Greyhound statue? Yeah. It, I... I is it like uh, a, is it a shitty chair? Is it like um, an uncomfortable giant, table? Maybe it, yeah, it's probably a very uncomfortable chair that's got like <laughs> like sharp edges all over the place, Ugh. and it's like yeah. Ugh. I didn't realize I could be so offended by a chair, but I hate, <laughs> I hate the idea of the probably, word sharp being and it's involved prob- in a chair. It's probably a very um, unfortunate color of green. Okay, so you go and and kind of like perch on this chair. Because uh, it should feel... I think you bought it with the intent of it kind of being like your throne or like your comfy reading chair, but it's... It's art. Yeah. And it's real uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Air quotes, um, art. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think you like clap your hands and the automatic blinds come down and um, you kind of fall into an uneasy sleep. On the spiky chair. On the spiky chair. And um, Everett, um, I assume... Would you, would you park out of town or would you park somewhere downtown? Um... I don't think I'd go out of town. No, I, I, I'd park downtown, um, but just in a secluded place. Okay, cool. So like, like in an alley. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can find a, a less like a more industrial part of town. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of tuck in there for the night. Um, so you, you know, or for the day, I guess, uh, keep saying <laughs> for the night, uh, you tape up your, your windows and, uh, as the three of you kind of fall into an uneasy slumber, um, the bear boys who are a little more more awake with their pep in their step are like, well, let's go bag ourselves an intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> 
This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, featuring storyteller Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Tom McGee, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel, and all our ads use tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dumb Dumbs and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. You can also get merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, and you can join our Patreon of darkness, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 ah. Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, Jason Denson, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.